Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher, and we editor at the GRC Institute. And today we are speaking to one of our directors, Julie Winkler. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hi, Kwame. I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on this. Looking forward to speaking with you. So, obviously, I think this is the first time you've been in one of the GRC podcasts. So, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, well, I've been in compliance for, gosh, more years than I can remember now. Um, way back in the early, early days of the GRCI when it was called after I was involved way back then. Um, and I've always been passionate about compliance, uh, working with some great people over the course of my career in some wonderful companies. So I started off uh, with Westpac way back in the late 80s and did a lot of uh, different compliance roles there and then moved the family up to Queensland and uh, worked in the Bank of Queensland as the head of compliance there and then back down to Sydney again uh, for um, a role with um, General Electric where I was the Chief Risk and Compliance Officer there for about six or so years and then got the opportunity to travel over to Hong Kong back in 2014 um, to head up a compliance function there for a brand new startup insurance company so that was pretty pretty exciting a bit of a risk to sort of pack up and, and head over to Asia but it's something I've never looked back from and uh, and after doing that for six years or so um, I then moved into Zurich about 18 months ago to look after compliance for the Asia Pacific region so I suppose my career has really been about building building compliance programs from scratch and uh, you know, using the learnings over the years from what's worked and what hasn't worked uh, to make sure that I can build robust and sustainable programs and, and sort of leave a legacy, I suppose, from each each place that I go and, and work with, with people and see people really succeed in my teams and go on to great, great roles and great successes. So it's a little bit about me. Yeah, excellent. So in terms of your current role, I mean, how would you break, very generally break down what your current role is like? It's a real combination, um, the role that I currently do across the Asia-Pacific region. I mean, I cover countries like Japan, Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong, China, Australia and New Zealand. So a real mixed bag in terms of compliance uh, maturity uh, in in those regions and, and very different um, models in some cases in terms of regulatory um, involvement and intervention. Um, we cover commercial uh, general insurance and, and life insurance, so quite a lot of uh, different product designs, uh, distribution models. So there's always something different happening. Um, very exciting also to see uh, as the, the emerging markets uh, come on board and start to really develop their programs and learn from the more advanced countries. One of the big focuses that we have in Zurich is, is our people and focusing on skills development and really that's been one of the, the most exciting things I've been involved in is looking at the teams across Asia and seeing how we can leverage um, the talent that we have in various parts of the world here and bring that to countries that may not have as many um, people uh, skilled in a particular area. And, and something that I think is, is really um, taking off um, at the moment, it has been for, for at least a year or two now, is uh, data analytics in compliance. And, you know, the traditional compliance skills that we've always had, and they're still very, very important, but increasingly now our people need to be able to look at data, manipulate data, get insights from data. And, and you know, the, the, the traditional compliance monitoring has really moved on now to much more advanced um, testing, review. It's still doing monitoring, but much more looking at, you know, complete populations rather than just sample testing. So I think, you know, the use of technology that's enabled us to be able to do that and to have 
really rigorous programs around our assurance work uh, and balance that with the very important advisory work we've always done, uh, but really moving into this space. And even myself, I started doing training in, in to become a data analyst. And, you know, first couple of hours, I thought, what am I doing? This is so, so different to what I'm used to. But I'm quite enjoying it now. It's, it's a lot of fun once you start to get into it. And it's good to know, you know, a little bit, at least at my level, so I ask the right questions and can make sure that the people in my teams are, are on the right path. So with that breadth of international experience, I mean, what do you think some of the critical issues that exist or are now emerging? I think, look, we've all been through a really tough time um, with COVID um, over the last uh, 18 months, heading on for nearly two years now. And I, I think the working from home hybrid models we've developed, the use of technology that we've had to speed up, um, not just in compliance or risk, but you know, in, in every part of, of the business world, we've seen that that's driven change at a rate we really haven't seen before. So we've had to come up with new ways of working, but also new ways of thinking about solutions to business problems that we can provide from the compliance perspective. How do we make it easy to deal with customers remotely? How can we make sure the compliance requirements are still met when you can't be face-to-face with customers? How do we make sure we still are engaged with our business leaders? A lot of the work we do is about engagement with with the, the first line, with CEOs, with board directors. And keeping that engagement up when you can't physically go anywhere or see anybody is tough. I look at me in this role. I've been in Zurich 18 months and I've never met my team except those who are here in Hong Kong. And I did have a trip to Australia last year, so I met the team there. But everybody else, it's all been via uh, video conferencing. And it can be done. I mean, you can build strong relationships that way, and I, and I have, but nothing beats that physical, you know, being face-to-face with people. So I think a lot of the change was seen as a speed-up uh, adoption of technology, absolutely. Um, and I think that the, 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 one of the big changes I'm seeing now, um, always been there, but it's much more prevalent, is simplification. People are looking at their compliance processes, their policies, and really starting to simplify um, by the use of technology, but also just where things can be made simple, um, even just in, in terms of our policies. Um, KPMG um, produced a survey where they spoke to um, 249 organisations in five sectors. Um, about a quarter of those were financial institutions. This was released recently. And it was interesting that you know, 95% of chief compliance officers that they spoke to were saying that they have or will have a current project around simplification uh, right now or this year. And, and the, the focus I was mentioning before about assurance, 55% of compliance officers were saying that um, assurance is a top priority uh, to automate within the next three years. So it's, it's not just me saying this and seeing this over here, it's happening worldwide. Uh, and I think that you know, the big focus areas we always had from a technical compliance point of view, for example, AML, um, what we're seeing now is data privacy, data protection, and of course, the customer agenda. Um, you know, focusing on customer facing conduct risks uh, globally is, is really you know, a, a big thing that will continue on for some time. So just a few things then. <laughs> <laughs> just a few things, yeah. Keeping us busy, there's lots, lots to do. It's, it's a, yeah, that's why I love compliance so much. It's one of those roles that there's always something new. You never know what's coming next and you can never get bored. And every day is always different. It never turns out exactly how you plan. Um, but but it's, yeah, it's a great profession. I love it. And I'm really glad to be involved in the GRCI again on the board. It's been a while since I've been on the board. I did two stints uh, in the early, I think, 2003 to 2006 and then again 2009 to 2011. 
Um, so now here in 21, it's, it's great to be back um, with the other directors and, and I think we'll start to see some really interesting things coming out um, that we're all working on at the moment and hopefully will be uh, presented at the conference and we'll get some great uh, interaction with our members. So last uh, piece of for those who are now coming into the profession or looking to you know do a bit of professional development, do you have any words of wisdom um, for those professionals? Yeah, look, I think that, as I mentioned, new skills are important, but you can never, ever move away from the old. And the most important skill, I think, when you're looking at uh, people moving into the profession or wanting to advance, is how well you can uh, work with stakeholders, how well you can sell the message. Um, I think that being able to um, talk with senior leaders and to be able to present a position um, and have them want to listen to you and invite you back and see a value in what it is that we actually do is really, really critical. Um, so I think keeping up your technical skills around you know, all of the core areas that compliance professionals are involved in, absolutely keeping up to date on world events and what is what is happening, what is the next big risk coming towards us. And I mentioned before data privacy, um, cyber, absolutely, one of the biggest risks we face. Um, but also making sure those soft skills are really um, honed um, as we progress in our careers and looking at those around us and making because you're only as good as a team believe you so I think finding finding good people to work with and encourage and share skills because we can't all do everything on our own so finding people we can work with who where skills complement um, each other and building teams in that way I think is is there's some of the things that I've found have worked over my career excellent well thank you so much for your time Julie and hope to have you on the podcast again sometime soon. Thank you. Thank you. That was great speaking with you, Kwame. Thanks for having me. This podcast was a production of the Governance Risk and Compliance Institute, and the music was produced by Rob Neary.